Welcome to the Open Apple Podcast, where we celebrate the Apple II. Whether you're a long-time user, a nostalgic visitor, or a newcomer to the community, join us as we share news and memories of Steve Wozniak's most famous personal computer. It's Friday, July 22nd, 2016, and we are live from Kansas Fest at Rockhurst University in Kansas City, Missouri. Featuring today the voices of every retro computing podcast that matters. <laughs> By our powers we combined, go. we are the how-to retro history of Open Chicken Missile Antics Roundtable. <laughs> we are here, as I said, recording from Kansas Fest, and we are going to go around the room and introduce ourselves because... Some voices may be familiar for those of you who listen to all the shows, as well you should be. By the end of this show, you should be as well. But let's start with me. My name is Ken Gagney, and I am an occasional co-host of the Retro Computing Roundtable, as well as host of IndieCider and Polygamer, which have nothing to do with the Apple II. Going to my left and going clockwise, which is meaningful for those of you who are listening at home, is Kevin Savitz. Hi, Kevin. Hi, I'm Kevin Savitz. I'm one-third of Antic, the Atari 8-bit podcast where I interview way too many people who did things with Atari computers. Hi, I'm Rob McMullen. I'm with the Player Missile Podcast, and I talk about computer magazines and Atari computer games. Hi, I'm Mike Mulhern from the Retro Computing Roundtable. We're not hiding in the 8-bit bunker in Sydney. I'm enjoying myself over here in the USA. I'm John Leake with the Retro Metcast. I'm Kevin Savitz. I mean, uh, Todd <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chicken Lips Radio Podcast, Commodore, represent... I'm Charles Mangan from the How To Podcast. I'm Jeff Salzman, the better half of History of Personal Computing. <laughs> I'm Quinn Dunkey, and I'm still stuck on Chicken Missile, <laughs> but also co-host of the Open Apple Podcast. I'm Kerry <laughs> Tidvanston, and I am a force of personality, and very happy to be here on Chicken Missile. And we now know how old you are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> By the rings. <laughs> and I'm Paul Heistrom. I am... Uh, uh, Often host on Retro Computing Roundtable and also half of Drop Three Inches. So although we do have many podcasts and many interests among us, the binding force, the glue, if you will, is of course the Apple II computer invented by Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak back in 1977. I'm sorry, what and who? By, <laughs> I know, I see, I see Atari and Commodore. <laughs> who all Atari Atari. Worst romper room ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same font. Ah, uh, it's different. They, I thought they stole the font. I thought Commodore stole the font. Oh, that's true, they did. They missed. Rob is wearing a wonderful blue shirt with the Ready logo, uh, the Ready prompt, the basic, basic Ready prompt from Atari on it. And we can tell because it just says Ready, not Ready with a period. Uh, because uh, like if it was a Commodore, it'd say waiting. So Only if you're loaded from disk. <laughs> and so the trash talk begins. Uh, nice. No, they didn't turn up. Because this is a fashionista show. Sure, why not? So anyway, so we are here for the 28th annual Apple II convention known as Kansas Fest, which is being held in the middle of the Midwest in the middle of July, a great decision that somebody made 27 years ago, which we have since inherited. So we started here on Tuesday, we started rolling in like we do every year, we checked in, we went out for dinner, the keynote was on Wednesday, and who was the keynote speaker, everybody? Mike Harvey. Mike Harvey. Yay. Thank you. Retro Mike, <laughs> Mike Harvey of Nibble Magazine. Mike we Harvey. formerly had the founding editor, David Satella, back in 2007, and this year Mike Harvey, the publisher for the entirety of the magazine's 12-year run, a dozen years. Great. We, we had Mike Harvey as the keynote, and then we've had session after session after session, and we have one more full day here. 
and then we're going to go home and wait for next year until Kansas Fest 2017 occurs on July, July 18th to 23rd will be the 29th annual Kansas Fest. I also notice people here passing notes. I can't wait to find out what surprises you have planned. Is July high school. after June? Yes! Okay. <laughs> no, so I know which month that is. You have May, June, <laughs> and July. July. Got it. And also Thank July. you. Three teams. In my eyes. Yes. <laughs> Fuck her. So, since we are all here for Kansas Fest, I had the brilliant idea, this was certainly not handed to me by Kevin who wrote up the outline for the show, that we would talk about what is the most interesting thing that happened to us this week at Kansas Fest, or what's the most interesting thing you observed? What do you find fascinating about this Kansas Fest that makes it unique in your history? At least three of you have never been to KFest before. By three, I mean two. Since Charles has his face down right now, I couldn't see who it was. What face are we counting? <laughs> eh, pick a face. All your face. So let's start to my right. Let's go with Paul. Paul, what has made your Kansas Fest one for the books? Oh, I get to go first, so uh, I, can, I can mention Mark's talk, which was great. Mark, who? You Mark. stole mine. <laughs> I know. That's, I'm so pleased that I got to go first. But just, yeah, no, um, uh, Mark Pilgrim gave a phenomenal talk about uh, about software preservation and this program that he wrote that will auto-crack things and allow us to preserve things and know if our images worked. And it's everybody should go watch the video of that uh, when you're done listening to this podcast or pause now. Um, uh, it will, I, they are going to make the video available. It is, uh, but uh, it was really it was well presented, and it's a uh, fantastic work. It was also live on Facebook video. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if those were archived or not, but that may be. It may not be the best quality, but that'll be available immediately. Right. So you're referring to the program Passport. Yes. 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 And he's already beta tested it on what three thousand yes, images. Yes. It was. A, it's a super. I mean, no need to completely rehash the talk here, but it was super impressive. Super impressive. Very interesting yes. uh, uh, presentation as well. So. And only when he, he cracked a piece, new piece of software, unpreserved on the stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I just yeah. have been handed this like, floppy, and I'm going to crack it with one right now. Stroke. Yes, and oh, I, I hit C, and it's cracked. Forty-five seconds later, it was done. And yeah. I mean, talk about. I mean, you're not supposed to demo something you've never done before. You just trusted a software, and it worked. It's yeah. awesome. Not to mention that it was technically probably illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement, etc. Not so witnesses. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and the program passport is now available for download from archive.org. So that's a pretty quick turnaround. No teasers. This is just bam. It's done. It's out now. So yeah. Cracking. Yeah. 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 Carrington. Uh, We're just gonna ignore that and roll right on to Carrington. I come here for the people. People. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, people. Kansas Fest is people. I am going to pick a session as well, I think. And for me, it was the surprise release of Ancient Legends. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Lawless, Legend, Lawless Legends group has been exploding our brains and teasing us with something amazing that's coming soon and is awesome, awesome, awesome looking. And in typical Martin Hay fashion, he begins a session by saying, I want to set expectations. Lawless Legends is not ready to release. We have nothing come out this year. We just have a small update. We've been working as we can. And he ends the session by casually mentioning, oh yeah, we did throw together an entire other RPG and it's amazing it's completely done and we're releasing right now and here are five copies in my hand. So that's just and, how Martin rolls. And here's the GitHub link. Yes. It's and it's open source. Which appeared live during his session. Yes. Right. So it was fantastic. It was impressive. Uh, everything the Lawless Legends people are doing is just 
exploding my brain. It's amazing. And the fact that Ancient Legends is out as a, a working game, as almost like a little teaser kind of for what Law of the Sessions will be, but an amazing game in its own way is what it looks like. Very exciting. And I got copy number one. Suck it. So <laughs> that was also pretty cool. You, there was some sort of contest that... that Which I won. Right. See, suck it above. <laughs> so, so what was the name of the tree? Uh, Rootgard. Ah, so, all right. Uh, so the idea was if you could name the giant tree, which is a character in the game, you play through the game, get to the tree, you could, um, if you could name it, you would get a cop one of the five not-to-be-duplicated original copies that were, of course... Uh, copy protected. <laughs> That's how he's going to roll, which is great. And the um, port failed to deprecate. Right. And in true Kansas fashion, of course, what I did was just download the source from GitHub and step through it looking for the names of characters. No, I'm not playing your game here. Is it 20 seconds later? That's the name. Give me my phone. Nice. So that's how I rolled. It was great. So I'm very happy to have that. I'm excited to play it. And so that's my choice for thing that knocked my socks off this week so far. Thanks, Carrington. You're welcome, Ken. Wow, it's so cheating. sarcastic. Not yet. That is cheating. Right, are you right. done? Yeah. Are you finished? Nope. <laughs> send it. Send you, you Canadians, honestly. Learn to play it together. Play nice. Play fair. All right. Um, Quinn. Let's see. I think the uh, number one highlight, first of all, was the new coffee machine that we have in the lobby. Oh. We have Keurig, as well as Ultimate Micro, has provided various coffee facilities as well. All prize good coffee. It's the reason I have not yet murdered anyone this year. So that's, you Is know, it Quinn? Improvement? Well, Improvement over last year? I, let's, uh, the body count's way down. <laughs> so I feel like that's It's as, that's it's as close to zero as Meta's. Yes, exactly. Was that chair always empty? <laughs> you don't remember who was sitting there? In, in the middle there? of my spiel? Dude, no, there, nothing off. is an edit point. Step off. All right. So coffee machine, big highlight for me. Uh, second highlight was beating Carrington three times in a row in the <laughs> Load Runner board game, which we talked about on Open Apple, and I was very jealous for not having won the auction for that. I missed it by a day or two. And it turns out the cast of RCR went in on that together purchased it and has donated it to Kansas Fest. So come to Kansas Fest and you too can play the incredibly terrible Load Runner board game available only in Japan uh, and also it's terrible. Uh, that's my gay fest in a nutshell so far. You know, I can't pick Jeff one. I can't pick just one. It's my first time here so there's a lot of stuff that affected me. Um, I can talk about the camaraderie. I, I've been with groups of Commodore people, you know, Q, uh, Carrington, same boot his. Um, but You've been remarkably you, restrained, by yeah, the way. It's, you know, it's the, the boo Atari the realm. The stick is starting to run its course. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, got, it's, like, it's, it's, it's just an amazing it's group. It's the coffee. That's what it is. Yeah, amazing group of people. I just can't believe the camaraderie and all the fun and everybody has. And, and yeah, one other thing. This is the first time I actually programmed an assembler on an Apple, thanks to Charles, who's next. Uh, I never thought I'd be doing that, and there I was spending two or three days hacking away at, at his hardware project, trying to figure out how to. High five. Retro compute. Nerds. Is that how we Boy, that was an Atari-like high five. Wow. Oh, <laughs> nice. Wow. Now it begins. Ouch. So I, yeah, I got to play with the uh, assembler, and I, I actually like. I used uh, a Big Mac. Is what I'm using, and it's really nice to work with. I like it. Like the hardware. Over to Charles. 
Uh, thanks. Um, I, I think my biggest accomplishment was uh, getting a Commodore user to uh, to program an assembly on an Apple computer. Um, and I, I, I'm retiring from uh, no, I, I, the, the two things that um, really keep keep me coming back to Kansas Fest. One is the the food here at Rockhurst um, and showers. But uh, but all but all uh, you know all all kidding aside, I. I thought the um, the session that was kind of a sleeper. I didn't know what to expect from it. From uh, Percolate, the the new online service slash collaborative emulator for 6502, somewhat based on but not infringing upon, and yet still backward compatible with AppleSoft, Integer Basic. And uh, disk two or uh, disk images for the Apple II. It's um, it, the visuals alone are, are, are worth checking out the video if you haven't already. The the high res or the the I don't know what was it low, was low res graphics, but they can do it high res and double high res in three dimensions, doing logo in three dimensions, and all of it's driven by OpenGL. And it just I I was talking with them at lunch and I thought. This sounds like a great idea. It sounds like it's you know, going to be a, a really good educational resource. But then their presentation, again, they were they were just very calmly talking about these things, and my mind was just, just and I'm making the exploding head visual here from scanners. Um, it just yeah, sorry. Good Thank Fair you. Around. Well, mine is the video podcast amongst. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh, the. That just come out of nowhere, um, and the idea that not only is it such a, a high technical achievement, but that their goal is to make it an educational resource for kids in the same way that most of us probably were doing things in logo when we were in eighties <clears throat> uh, in, in whatever school we were in, in at that time, and uh, yeah, that just that was the the highlight to me. That was one of those sessions that it was hard to wrap your head around everything that it was. Like they were glossing over a lot of details, but I mean, they start when they started getting into the shared memory environment across the network, where multiple AppleSoft programs are sharing memory and mm -hmm. passing paddle inputs transparently, so that two players are playing Breakout on different machines. Like a Beowulf cluster or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just. Uh, it was, it's hard to wrap your head around here. Imagine, yeah, imagine Google Docs, does. but with Apple Works. Hmm. Yeah, it was like, yeah. You can have two Good people analogy. typing, basically. I don't know how they would share the cursor, but the, the, um, the fact that they could both play adventure, a text adventure game collaboratively. What do we do now? Go north. Okay. It's like, the, it's like that parsley adventure that we play sort of collaborative, pseudo-collaboratively. <laughs> um, and uh, just the idea of, of doing a text adventure collaboratively like that is something that it's always been something I've wanted to do. Well, and all of that was basically transparent to the code. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they downloaded Apple II binaries from Asimov and manipulated them a little bit and then loaded them into this environment and they ran collaboratively over the network with shared memory between different instances without the applications being aware. It is amazing, really. An AppleSoft basic programs running collaboratively, Google Docs style. You know, with no changes to the to the code themselves. Yeah, amazing. So I have to say there were probably two that stood out to me. Um, I, I would I would say uh, that Mark's cracking uh, session was incredible, just absolutely incredible. 
Um, and uh, Quinn's ROM hacking uh, was also fascinating to me. So uh, I was actually really, like looking at the schedule. I was looking forward to that one. And of course, that's when I get a call from my office with a down situation with a network environment. And I had to step out. But I saw half of it, and it was great. Yeah, on video. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm only disappointed that they, they either you didn't ask for or the schedule didn't allow for more time to talk about that. Because I know there was a lot more detail to yeah. go into. Yeah, I think I only asked for a half hour. I should have asked for an hour. Maybe. There were so many other sessions that were are, are just incredible. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. I was oh. gonna, uh, actually, the, the, the same thing in between your, uh, Mark's and yours, the, uh, um, the mystery, the, uh, the, the, uh, it's like a whodunit almost, uh, so you, you're delving into this. First of all, your, your project was to basically decompile the 2C plus ROM, make changes to it because it annoyed you. <laughs> So, and it's probably annoyed people since the 2C Plus came out. And you said, I can do something about that. And then you had to delve into you know, making your own uh, uh, ROM reader, uh, all, the, all the bits and pieces you had to do to, to make this project uh, or a product. And uh, just the, uh, like you said, the whodunit part of it must have just been really satisfying as you uncovered the clues. So, uh, I, I love that sort of stuff. So, those are uh, my favorite sessions. Next, I'm going to disassemble Carrington because he annoys me to no end. Count the rings. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not programmed in assembler. He's programmed yeah, in Lisp or something. Yeah, I, I, mean, with, I, well, I know that I definitely like learned a whole lot about how how like the Apple II ROM works. I mean, like, mm -hmm. like yeah. it didn't. I only I come from a two plus world where there's a simple there's no bank switching and like the idea of all of this stuff is just you know it's, I, yeah, it's like wormhole, so wormhole entries and venturing yeah. off into alternate quadrants just so that it can yeah. fix the beep. All right, Michael Mulhern. Well, again, it came down to great keynote speakers. Uh, Kansas Fest is always getting great keynote speakers. And for me, as a Nibble fanboy from way back, to have Mike Harvey here was just tremendous. Um, I used to buy Nibble magazines, every other computer magazine, buy whatever. I'd go down to the municipal library and read the copy in there, but Nibble I would buy because it just resonated with what I wanted to do uh, programming wise and uh, it just it really just cut straight to what was important uh, technical aspects and great programs and typing in your own listings and I loved typing in those listings and I, could, I even enjoyed typing in those assembler dumps so that uh, I could have the, the machine routines and everything and it, it was just great to see another outstanding keynote speaker here at KFest. Yeah. And there were plenty of Nibble magazines for the grab oh, yeah. in the garage giveaway. Mm -hmm. Which I all had anyway. But uh, And coffee. I'm so glad there was real coffee here this year. The warm brown muck that we had to drink previously. Ah, uh, distant memory. Muck is now, probably giving it a couple points of credit. Now I'm, I'm just a kind kind of guy. So uh, <laughs> if, I, if it's muck, it's muck. Now, Rockhurst Dining does their best to accommodate us, but the coffee you're referring to was supplied by fellow Kansas Fest attendees. And there yes. seems to have been multiple outlets at which Oh, yeah, I, I ensured that the multiple outlets all got my custom. So, uh, <laughs> there was definitely a groundswell in coffee. Yes. So from the Keurig machine in the foyer to, uh, to Ultimate Micro and... Uh, their unlimited coffee. And their unlimited coffee. Yes. It, was, it was just great. Bottomless cup, eh? Bottomless cup, yep. Well, that's just inefficient. <laughs> is it? I mean, I don't drink coffee, but is I thought the whole point of a cup <laughs> is to hold a liquid. You people, my goodness, super long nerds. Straw. 
Are, are you done? Uh, on, on the subject of Nibble, we should also mention that uh, KFest's own uh, Stavros won an award this oh, year yes. for, among mm. many other accomplishments, having typed in every Nibble program ever published. Which, which is now is available to download from the Nibble magazine website. For free, I believe. For, for free, yeah. yep. yep. So, Sometimes it's good to have compulsive behavior on yep. your side. Uses the powers for good, and we're all grateful for that. Very good. And Rob McMullen. Yeah, you mentioned earlier, Ken, uh, the garage giveaway this year was immense. Three tons. Yeah, it was a it was a huge amount of stuff. There was a stack of disk drives, probably four feet high and six feet long. Did anybody get uh, the final count? There were there were easily sixty. Yeah. I mean, if not more. Yeah. Not to mention a nice large stack of Macs. Yes. Sorry, well, Mac stack. Stack of Macs. What? Stack of Macs. Mac stack. Mac stack. Mac Mac-henge, yes, yes. Some things. of them were Fat Macs in the Mac stack. Yeah, the Fat Macs in the Mac stack were, uh, <laughs> Those are you fat know. Stacks of fat Macs. Uh, <laughs> Those color classics in that Mac stack. I'm taken aback by the fact that there were that many Macs in the Mac stack uh, <laughs> of Fat Macs. Oh, God. This is Dr. Seuss. There's another full of Shaq. Oh, Shaq and Mac clock. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they seem to have stole your fire around. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, well, it was, it was such an immense giveaway that I actually came away with something. I'm not a collector at all. Yeah, I had a, had a chance to get a couple books, and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm just appreciative of the generosity of this community. I was trying to explain. Uh, someone on Twitter in a, some thread that I was involved with said, like, her, who wasn't here, said. Uh, Oh, there was there was there was a pile of free stuff, and, and I explained to them it wasn't a pile of free stuff; it was a room of free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, "I'm making the head explosion uh, thing from scanners." <laughs> Good audio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there were supplemental supplies of additional free stuff. Yeah, well. and then more yes, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Three more stuff. Yes. Yes. Did somebody show up today with just a handful of Amigas or something? They they did. Did. Yeah, which yes. I like to point out means Commodore now has a foothold. Kansas, oh, we've which is why we haven't been bad-mathing. You guys going to build a wall? Oh, I've been bad-mathing. Yeah. So, there's there's an Amiga with a video toaster in it. So who was this person? I have just, uh, just I a have local people. who showed yeah. up? I don't know, well, actually. Are they all gone? The story as I heard it, and it basically, um, someone who was here... Uh, His name is... Well, it's conceivable that <laughs> we don't necessarily need to reveal his name. <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, so, so someone here found out that there was nearby an Amiga 3000 to pick up and went out there to pick it up because it's not it wasn't far, it wasn't I, far I think going. it was uh, somebody who was a friend of Becky's right Burger Becky's Becky yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I know who it is but okay. <laughs> thank you to Smith of Kansas City Missouri he says he has a number of valuable uh, <laughs> valuable classic computers in his basement and he's here at the moment so <laughs> right which is but but so it turns out you know she went she went over there and apparently there's a bunch of the, there's like a stack of six of these things and you know, the, the the guy was trying to get rid of them and so she talked him into bringing them over here and they showed up I got a little bit of advance notice you know, that they were going to show oh, up. Very did nice. you get one I did not because <laughs> because <laughs> but because yeah so, it's because so, it's better that way it's better for other people to have these <laughs> but um, yeah no it's a uh, so yes. Come to the next Kansas Fest and bring a large suitcase. Yeah. yeah, there were a lot of actually posts in the Facebook group this time and around in particular and Twitter about people asking attendees to bring them stuff or get stuff for them. And you got to come. You want the you want stuff from the yeah, garage? You want cables. You got plenty of cables. Yeah. Get you those. Yeah. 
Kevin Savitz. Hello. Hi. Um, I enjoyed all the talks, but while those talks were going on, I was sitting in the back, listening to them, and working on my Hackfest entry, which is usually my favorite thing about Kansas Fest. Just the ability to sit and try something new and really not feel guilty about uh, devoting my time to programming something. I did, I've done two. One of them was just like the, the fallback in case nothing else happened. Was I made a, a Twitter bot that, that posts uh, Apple II crack screens periodically. <laughs> So that's just, you. That's me. It was a bunch of them on uh, archive.org, like 700. I downloaded them, and now a server just kind of tweets them out every once in a while. Uh, I believe the Twitter name is Apple2Screens. Um, so that was my first one. And then I sat down, and for the first time ever, I wrote a game in 6502 assembly language. Ooh, nice. I mean, it's a complete, like, playable, actual a thing. Um, and uh, I've never really written a program, a complete program in assembly language, and I did it. And I'm just like, just astounded with myself, frankly. That, can you, can you share some of your, how, how you got there? Uh, I, I got there with, uh, where's the book? With that, the assembly oh, lines. Oh, the assembly lines book. complete book. Uh, that's why uh, you were carrying that. By Roger okay. Wagner. I mean, I, I read it before, and thank you. I read it before, um, it's by Roger Wagner, edited by Chris Torrance. And um, it's a really good book, and it taught me everything I, I needed to know. Oh, well, not everything, because the game works and completely playable, and it's, I think, pretty fun. Um, and it's keeping score, but I don't know how to take that score and actually like put it on the screen. So you have a score, but I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> but anyway, send the score to the tweet bot. Right. Send the score. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, I'm, I was having fun with it. So I if think that brings us back to you, Ken. Back to me. By the way, your Twitter is Apple Two Cracks. Apple Two Cracks. Thank Apple you. I I Cracks. Yes. And I also did one for Atari screenshots because I had to. It has no followers. <laughs> it has more followers than the Apple One, Carrington. Kevin, well, it's, it's, it's like that's Atari Eight Hundred screens. I Atari Eight Hundred screens. That sounds. There you go. Yeah. It has twenty-four followers. Mm -hmm. Compared to <laughs> 17 followers. Instant fact checking. <laughs> we, we could probably fix that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so follow. Yeah. Apple two cracks. Apple, Apple II. I, I, I think I think Charles has a way that you may be able to display your score. Maybe I, maybe in colors. Perhaps in color. Uh, I was thinking on a seven segment display using the um, the I/O board that I brought with me. Yeah. And, and, you do, and if you do that, then you could enter both the Hackfest. And the mini hack fest, great. And you could take home a little I/O board that I made. Excellent. So we're supposed if to follow the Atari 800 screens, right? Yes, <laughs> Atari 800 screens. No! <laughs> Eighteen hours left. All right. So thank you, Kevin. My favorite thing, or my most interesting thing about Kansas Fest, has been all the Pokemans I've caught. No, I'm <laughs> yes. kidding. Uh, I've really enjoyed all the games that have been at. Kansas Fest this year. I'm a big game enthusiast. That's what my two main podcasts are about. And the games have just permeated this event. Uh, I, I put games in Juicy Yes all the time. I have done 22 color covers. Five of them have been games. That's a significant portion that represents the editor's interests. And Kansas Fest has uh, filled that need quite neatly. Uh, Kate, a first time attendee this year, brought her MAME cabinet or MAME console. It's a Mac Mini. And she has this 
Karen, what, what, what do you call it? Just a joystick? A, I call it a joystick. It's, it's, like it's, an, it's much, much bigger it's than XR, a joystick. It's like an X-Arcade. <laughs> yeah, thing. thank you. Yes. It's an X-Arcade, so it has two joysticks, six buttons per joystick, and a trackball, and one and, and a two spinner. She added the spinner, spinner, yeah. A spinner? Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a spinner for Arkanoid. Right. Wow. I didn't even notice that. That's amazing. Tron. So we're not. Yeah. So whatever. So whatever ROM you load, you have a way to play it that is arcade authentic, which I was a huge fan of. She just set this up in the lobby for anybody to play, and it was great. We Sean have Kennedy is way better than Carrington and Galaga. That has been established <laughs> on multiple machines. Yeah. Well, especially since the Galaga coin op that's in Massman Hall here at Rockhurst, it's. Out of order, yeah. no, 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 no. They it's, put up that sign to deter all the soccer camp kids. The game actually works, and they gave us permission no. to plug it in. But he the joystick is, is wonky, no, and no. you can't. It doesn't respond very well. The so, golden tee is broken. You know, it's not going to fix. Kids play much does it next year. That's very likely. You can enter that as your nano hack fest, which goes <laughs> inside your micro. I don't know how this works. I'm actually, yeah. a, I do part-time arcade repair, so. Yeah, why don't we go over there? You can take a look, Ed. And I can take a lock. You still got another thirty-six hours. Cool. Hackfest so. entry. I fixed the camera. <laughs> and I'm not nearly as sleep deprived as I thought I'd be. There you go. Point, so. it, it'll hit you. Don't worry. Especially you, vinyl over springs yeah. as a mattress. But I also. Oh, I changed my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually had to break away from some games to record this podcast because just an hour ago there were three different games going on in the main presentation hall. As Quinn mentioned, there was Load Runner, the board game. Some and people didn't even know that. Carrington. It, really? <laughs> is, is it fun? Is it trend? No. Yeah. No, oh. it's terrible. Oh. Fun? <laughs> but I'm much shame. better at it than Carrington. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, that that was fun. pretty fun for yeah. me. I wouldn't say it's terrible. It, it, it's definitely unplayable by anybody who isn't already a fan of Loadrunner. Okay. You kind of have to come to it with Loadrunner knowledge. Sure. But if you're for retro computing fans, yeah. mm. That might be why it was never released outside Japan. Yeah, like, yeah, I, it's not awful, but yeah. we got some house rules that, that improve it a bit. And cool. It's good. I mean, we, I should distinguish, we had fun playing it, which is different mm -hmm. than it being a good game. <laughs> yes, that's it, exactly. Yeah. Own or Settlers of Catan, it is not. But it is very emblematic of those 80s board game, video game conversions. Gotcha. And yeah. the charm factor is I unbeatable. Think, yeah, I think we can turn into a bit of a drinking game catching the, uh, the gold. Yeah. Yeah. If we had any beer left, honestly, I'm sorry, <laughs> I had no idea packs. twenty Kevin Savitzes would show up. No. It's the kind of game, though, you'd only ever play at Kansas Desk. Like I have no one else in my life that would sit down and spend a couple hours playing the Load Runner board game. And here, easily we're gonna have more people. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so, so, in all honesty, that is why I listed it as a highlight because that was a fun, probably yeah. once or twice in a lifetime experience. Because who right. else is gonna own that and play it with? Which is why the game is now owned by Kansas Fest. It's been donated by RCR and will appear here every year so you can get better at it. Yes. <laughs> and if that's not a reason to come here. Right, I know. Uh, you know you can write the Loadrunner load board game strategy guide. Oh, yeah. You yeah. could write a bot that plays it for you. <laughs> well, no, I'm already working on the Loadrunner board game, the video game. There you go. There you go. The movie. Be next, next year's yeah. Hackfest. Yeah. Uh, Kevin helped me film an, un an unboxing video for the board game. That'll be going up on my YouTube channel. And well, I might have lost. I would still say I'm probably top four Loadrunner board game player in the world. So how many people played? Four? Four. Yeah. 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 And I was definitely one of them. This okay. is likely so, the only copy was, in the world of this game. And that wasn't the only four-player game in that room. We were also playing Kaboom by Ninja Force. We were using the four-play card 
which just recently made its debut, allowing four joysticks to be inputted into the Apple II simultaneously. That is a masterful segue. Thank you very much. You're welcome, and thank you for making it more natural. So, <laughs> uh, we were also using. That a was a good segue. Wasn't it? We should call it out some more. Dean, Dean really? I've never gotten to ride a segue. Oh, Dean Kamen would be proud. So, speaking of which. And <laughs> And we're using a VGA adapter too, so the game looks gorgeous on that projector. And right next door to that was an iOS tournament for the game Structurist, which we have played in tournament form here on the Apple II before, but now it has been ported to iOS. The game is originally by Martin Hay, and the port is by Call Apple, featuring uh, or uh, starring Bill Martins and Brian Weiser on the development side, as well as some other individuals. So it was great to have three different games going on at the same time. Two of them competitive. There are prizes at the end. The third one, the board game, just being, why the heck not? And how did you do on Kaboom, Ken? Uh, well, I, I think I lost to a rather hirsute individual. I hardly Charles Mountain him. Man Mengen? That would be it. One half of the Beagle Brothers cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be coming next year. Uh, however, that was only the first round. I don't know how that works. If the top two of each round go to the next round. If the top one, you may get blown to bits in the next round. Or I may be getting by fast right now because it may be going on while we're recording. So as you can hear, there have been a ton of amazing things happening at KFest this year, which is all the more reason why you should come next year, July 18th to 23rd, 2017, KansasFest.org for more details. But in the meantime, I thought now that we've all gotten to know Kansas Fest, we should get to know each other. Aww. All right, turn the lights down. So we have a game we're going to play. <laughs> It's no, no, John, we're not playing special places. <laughs> I'm gonna need more beer. Yeah. We're, gonna play a game, we're gonna play a game called Who Done It? And to introduce the game, right, here's Kevin Savitz. So. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kevin Savitz. Uh, Hi, Kevin. Hi. Hi, Kevin. So we're gonna, before uh, we started the show, we all wrote down a thing on an index card. Think about ourselves. And something that's maybe about retro computing and hopefully unique. So I'm right now shuffling these cards, and I'm going to pass the cards out to everybody. And everyone's going to read their card. And it's their, we're going to go in the circle. It's their job to read the card, read it out loud, and guess who wrote the card. For instance, I might have written down, I sh once shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. We all but knew that. Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> yes, Quinn. All right. Last year. Right. Quinn might get the card, and then clearly think it was Ken, and then she would be wrong. So that's that. So I'm going to pass these cards out. I'm passing out the cards, and uh, Ken, I give it back to you to steer the ship. Oh dear. So that means you want me to go first? Sure. Great. Okay. So I will read my card, and then I'll guess whose card it is. Yeah, and you want to talk about your logic or whatever? Or your lack thereof. Your lack thereof, yeah. So my card says... I once rode to Kansas Fest two days across country with someone I had just met. Well, if this was some sort of a rom-com, I would think it was some sort of a date movie or somebody like you just picked up a, somebody. But no, I mean, carpools for Kansas Fest are pretty common. People coordinate, collaborate online. So I, I, I don't know that this is as dramatic as I hoped it would be. I, certainly nobody died in Reno, unfortunately. <laughs> But I know it's not me. I know it's not Kevin, because he flies from Portland. I know it's not Michael, because he flies from Australia. I know it's not uh, Todd or Jeff, because you've never been to Kansas before.
before. Although this, actually, this could be today. So I once rode to Kansas Fest. You could still only come to Kansas Fest once, and it could be true. Uh, I don't think it's Quinn because I, I don't think you've ever driven here. Although it kind of would be across country because you're coming from California. Uh, all you fly from Boston, so I'm narrowing it down to uh, John, Rob, Charles, or Carrington. So I've narrowed it down to four out of eleven, or four out of ten, because I knew it wasn't. Much. No fair using logic. <laughs> Am I being too verbose about this? I'm sorry. It's supposed to be an hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, but to heck with that. Okay, uh, Carrington usually comes on a Vespa. That's Ooh. not going to be very accommodating for a second person. Once, <laughs> it's often enough. Anyway, if it's, if it's released on the open app, once a Vespa, always a Vespa. Uh, I did see a photo of you in the car with Michael Mulhern, but then you went your own ways, as far as I know. So you didn't arrive together. I don't think Charles is carpooled. So now I'm narrowed down to Rob or John. I don't think John carpooled. So I'm going to say Rob. Is it yours? I fly. <laughs> so now what? Do I do a second choice? Wait, 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 you fly. Did you say you fly by yourself? You fly yourself? I fly. Okay. Somebody else flies the plane. Okay, because they're, 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 they don't even ask for help. Because there have been people who have flown themselves to Kansas Fest. They, they have their own plane. But. Do you want to make a second guess, or do you just want the person to admit? Uh, that if we all guess, he gets Rob. So now Rob gets uh, gets a chance to play. And whoever gets there is right first wins, and then the second. There's new rules. Wait, so, so do we not find so do we not find out who this is? No, no, yeah, because we reveal them all. The last person yeah. will be. We'll find yours out later. Okay. But now Rob gets to play. Yeah. Because otherwise the last person would know who's Now you read your card. Alright, so we'll be Okay, I used a capro to connect to a router serial interface at work. So we need somebody who works in IT. We're all old enough to know what a capro is. What? It's Richard. Ken just took himself out. Oh, you got a call? So you... <laughs> yeah, good, good, call. good reference. Uh, You're listening. Well, I have, I have to say Michael. No. So now it's Michael's turn. The day I met her, I offended Quinn with the question, what kind of name is Dunkey? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, but man, I, ah, that's a lost opportunity. <laughs> so, I mean, it was me up until with the question. <laughs> Period. Sure, but that's all of us, right? Still, so, yeah. No, not me. No, well, when I just came to offending Quinn, I just couldn't think of anyone else. Oh, so close. Nope. Okay, well, I got. Winning in that aspect. My card says, I recycled a sun monitor. Brownie face. There's an emoticon on my card. Uh, weirdly, I'm going to guess Paul. Even though, as far as I know, Paul has everything. So that's why I think you might actually regret having once, once, <laughs> let something go. We are, you know, he doesn't recycle. We don't know each other at all. At all. I don't know you people. Who are you? I had to defend my use of using a picture I had drawn on my 2E to my art teacher, who was not convinced it was a viable medium. Gotcha. So 2E, I think, is going to be mainly what I have to work with here. Uh, Kevin. No. 
Kevin, sir. This one, I'm going to read it verbatim. It says, run win 1.0 in a VM. Run win 1.0 in a VM. So the person whose card I'm reading is not literate. I would assume I run Windows 1.0 in a virtual machine. Um, it could be any of us geeks, frankly. Any of us. I'm going to guess the Internet Archive. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> on a website. I feel like I, I feel like I could. I, don't know, I feel like I know the answer to that one, but I, what? Having written the card. No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember well. <laughs> Are we allowed to help other people? Sure. Yeah, I would appreciate. Yeah, let's get some right answers in here. No one is right. At this point, I would just be guessing. So tell me. Um, my guess would be someone who has a collection of old MS DOS and Windows versions, and has not been able to find Windows. 1.0, or has recently found Windows 1.0 and was able to then get it to run in a VM. And I think that was either discussed or um, either in a podcast or some medium similar to that. But I'm not going to tell you who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, except, except that I'm going to tell you it probably wasn't me. I'll give you that hint. All right. Something like this, something like this, will do. Well, yeah, now, now this is like homework. <laughs> <laughs> Who did the reading? Jeff Salzman did it in the library. <laughs> with the candlestick. candlestick. No, I did not. Um, I believe, uh, John. Nope. All right. Uh, All right. I asked the head of the computer science department if I could get academic credit for completing programming lessons from the Byteworks. He said no, so I switched majors. Stuck it to the man. All right. I could say the easy answer and just pick Carrington again. Paul. No. All right. But now, now we have a problem. Oh, that's right, because I've already, well, already picked. Well, then it should go in a certain direction okay. to the next or person who hasn't been picked yet. Or he just picks someone. Yeah. Oh, I get to. Oh, do I? Maybe I get. Maybe you get to guess again. Yeah. You on yours. Yeah. You guess oh. again. Oh, yeah. Oh, ah. I like it. Oh, oh. point people. Oh, okay. So, so I try to guess the one that. <laughs> so yours was the art teacher. All right. Here we go. Um, I had to defend my use of using a picture I had drawn on my 2E to my art teacher, who was not convinced it was a viable medium. I have to pick someone other than Kevin. Wait, so any, anybody know anybody else here who draws? <laughs> like, who's a great drawing person? Maybe Taylor. Yeah, I would have thought it was you. Yeah. Did you say I'll Hitler? say John. <laughs> I'll say John. You, he wanted to be an artist. Just I'm handing it right back to John. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, was that, now, was that because, was that because you you didn't want to do the work in a traditional medium, or no, just because you wanted to work in an Apple II? It was, it, was, it was art class, and I thought it would be interesting to do so. So I, I did a little paint program, because we didn't have any. So it was just a little you know, space bar to turn the cursor on, space bar to turn the cursor off. Did something. Uh, it was actually the Apple logo in, on my Apple IIe in high school. And uh, printed it out on my image writer, and uh, they said, no, <laughs> the computer did this. And I'm like, no, the computer didn't do that. <laughs> So, there you go. Actually, you should have handed story. in a printout of Snoopy going, curse you, Red Baron, <laughs> on green paper. That the computer did. 
I actually had a teacher who declined my homework assignment because I had typed it in a computer and printed it out on the printer. I and she said, she said I was unable to do that. I had to take it back and handwrite it. Wow. I, had, I had that happen when I was in third wow. grade. Yep. They said it was an unfair advantage because, yes. because only three out of 20 students had a computer. Here we go, self-deprecating. How could it be unfair? I did it on a Commodore. Which was <laughs> obviously, <laughs> yeah, right? It's really more of a handicap. Exactly. Thank you. All right. So, okay, so he, he took me as guest. So Paul wins. So, so does that mean I go back to guest and pick somebody else? What was your question? You're so, all right. Uh, I asked the head of the computer science department if I could get academic credit for completing programming lessons from the Byte Works. He said no, so I switched majors. You! It would have helped if I finished university. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, it doesn't, no. it doesn't say that that person finished. No, but still no. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't Carrington that when meeting Quinn offended her with the name, what kind of name is Dunkey? That's not how I offended her. No. It was me. <laughs> you looked at your mom and I said, at my mom and like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, you were my second choice. <laughs> I'm a lot of people's second choice. <laughs> Are you Quinn? Are you? Very nice. Those listening were laughing. And and doing the scanners had <laughs> Literally. Receive my call. <laughs> <laughs> what were we doing? What kind of a name is Dunkey? So you're thinking I offended Quinn in the manner suggested? Yes. I did not. I thought she might have had pity on you. I'm still surprised it's not me. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> so You're offensive before you open your mouth. This is true, yes. I, before this. Okay. Now, now, they're both offensive. <laughs> I once rode to Kansas for, for two days across country with someone I had just met, Charles. That was me. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So we have two winners. Who did you so meet? Yeah, who did you meet? Uh, I had uh, Charles Manson. No, but funny story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I met Mark Pilgrim literally the day before we were going to get in a car and drive across country, stay uh, the night in Nashville, and then continue on to Kansas Fest. And the first question that we each asked of the other was, do you smoke? The second one was, do you listen to talk radio? And then the third, and this was mostly prompted by our respective wives, are you a serial killer? <laughs> that was third. Yeah. <laughs> each, of the, all, each of our answers matched, and that's fine. So we we were then able to proceed so into who, who it was no no in yes whose car we were going to I'm going to leave that no, to your no, imagination. But the, uh, whose car we were going to ride in and um, how to split up gas and driving and that kind of stuff. And uh, since then, that was uh, this is our third year of carpooling, doing the same the same trip, and uh, we're. You know, we still haven't killed one another or abandoned one another on the side of the road, and I think that's a successful... Or um, picked up smoking. Yeah, and that's a successful <laughs> friendship uh, uh, kicked off by Kansas Fest and our, and our collective love of uh, traveling cross-country to mess with old computers for a week. 
Mm. It's funny, I get the same question from my wife every time I do a Craigslist deal. Is the dude a serial killer? I'm like, I don't know yet. <laughs> Does the listing say serial killer? It, it, it said nothing about that. Uh, it, 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 you have to look at the abbreviations. Box, right? they, use, they use the little abbreviations SC sometimes. Or, or it also depends on what section of the illiterate one. So now Charles gets the yes. Back in the day, I sent in a program to a computer magazine that I had typed in on a typewriter. Um, so who is uh, who uses the phrase <laughs> "back in the day"? <laughs> Aside from me, because it, it comes flowing out. A program on a computer uh, to a computer magazine I typed in on a typewriter. So old enough to not only know how to use a typewriter, but probably needed to use it because they didn't have a printer or whatever. Uh, medium to uh, you know maybe write longhand. I don't know. Could you write a program in longhand and send it to a computer magazine? And they understand. Um, old enough to have read a magazine. Old enough, but still old enough to have read a magazine. Well, there are. Well, a three to one contact wouldn't be counted as a computer magazine. I read that when I was really little. I mean, before before I got into you know hardcore computing. Um, Is that what we do? Hardcore. Well, it was a hardcore computist. Hardcore something. Yeah. <laughs> Computist. Um, I'm just gonna find that term weird. I'm just gonna throw a guess to the wind and say because um, I don't know enough about the typewriting habits of anyone in the room. I'm gonna say Kevin. No, not me. But since you ever since you said three to one contact, I have the Bloodhound Gang song going through my head. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and just like that, it's Girl from Ipanema. <laughs> we're, never, we're never gonna give you up. <laughs> All right, I'm back, back to me. Damn it. <laughs> playing all three of them are just playing around. I can't concentrate. Take you down. Run, run, win 1.0 in a VM. Can, can you help me out and let me know who's left who hasn't been? So it's not John or Charles, right? But other people have. Admitted to things. No, who, no, who no, you, only two winners. Yeah. Two, two we know who. Well, who else did you guess that it wasn't? Uh, no, it's John. Right. Yeah. So it's not John. Okay. Yeah. We knew it wasn't John. Right. Because we know what right, John right. is. Jeff? No. Not Jeff. All right. My son, maybe, but not me. You helped him. <laughs> I didn't write that down. Oh, wait. In the living room, yes. I. Implemented a bug fix suggested by Burger Becky. Now I'm at a disadvantage here. Who's Burger Becky? She's Rebecca Heineman. She is here at Kansas Fest. She programmed a lot of things for the Apple II, which I cannot list any a of them. Lot. <laughs> a so lot. Yeah. A lot. And she's uh, Zany Golf out of this world. Tesla was a total. She was the keynote last year, right? She was a keynote last year and she's an attendee this year. Yeah. Also, open Apple interview. Very, yes. very highly recommended. This yeah. has to be clean. And she did a lovely interview for Antic. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, I apologize. Nice. That's, the, that's we'll the one that, that I handed back because I already knew that. It was good. Yeah, the handwriting also kind of gave it away. Mm. The two seamless. Circle was a little hard, hard over the eyes. I think it was me. Why did I put unicorns in the margin? Yeah, that's Sexist, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I said nothing. What's wrong with unicorns? But you laughed, and I'm that's saying. still bad. <laughs> you haven't seen my card. I may have unicorns in the market. Fair enough. 
so I guess that means I go next. Um, for is there playing a story for behind the fourth the place now. Oh, um, last year at Keyfest, um, the uh, I had a bug in my mouse driver that Jeez. I could not fix. I described it in my session, and after my session on that driver, uh, Rebecca suggested a fix, which I implemented. And that was the two C mouse driver, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. And then in my follow-up session about something else, I was able to present the fixed driver. So that was a Keyfest uh, classic moment for me. If I might just interrupt to mention that that kind of thing is happening also this year because um, at least some, I think it was Dagan's session, who he was, he was uh, demoing Rastan as part of the thing. The guy who wrote Rastan is in the audience. <laughs> it's amazing. It's an amazing place to be. That's, yeah, that's the only thing, only place that's going to happen is Cape Fest. We were talking about this, that Rastan was a game that melted my brain when I was young. And then I had lunch today with the guy that wrote it. So that, and I bet he'll be back next year, July 17th, 2017, for the 29th annual. I just got to set out $20 a week for the next 50 weeks. To... All right, so mine is I wrote an Eliza program to auto-chat with people who called up to transfer files, presumably on BBS, by patching the transfer program. This feels like a Kevin Savitz joint to me. <laughs> it's not. Oh, back, oh, back to me. Run Windows 1.0 and <laughs> I feel like I really know the projects that Rob is up to. He has better use of his time <laughs> than diddling about with Windows. Michael, it seems like a really good use of your time. <laughs> And it's also in present tense. Not you once ran it in a VM. The VM might be running it run in his, right his house right now or on his laptop somewhere. <laughs> well, for whatever reason, my so, nail. So why, why have or did you do this? Why would you subject well, yourself to this? Why? <laughs> Since when did I need a why? <laughs> okay, right, the wrong conference for why. Yeah, yeah, all right. Michael, your turn. Okay. The day I met her, I offended Queen with the question of. What kind of name is Donkey? The difficult part is, the first thing that went through my mind is which dead bodies are lying around the place, but a dead person couldn't actually write this. So... Shirt's not carrying him. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell. Just keep picking him, eventually we'll wear him down. Well, this, this, this time I think I'll go for the person that I most think that wouldn't do it. So, I say Paul. Wow, I see. I would be my guess, too. <laughs> okay. Charles. Oh, uh, back in the day, I sent in a program to a computer magazine that I typed in on a typewriter. And just to make things difficult, I'm going to say Paul. No. Okay. So that brings it back to me again. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, I sent in a program to a computer magazine that I typed in on a typewriter. Um, okay, so uh, I'm going to take Ken's approach here and apply logic. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> it's not. Science. I love that that's you now unique to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a new approach for me. I don't, I don't think I've ever. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I know that it's not Kevin because I guessed you before. Typed on a typewriter. It does sound like something I would do. I, mean, I, mm. I might have actually done that at some point, yeah. but I yeah. recently. <laughs> um, you still might. 
He's doing it right now. Uh, I'm going to go with either Jeff or Carrington, and rather than... Uh, I'm just going to guess Jeff, because he's talking about how old he is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I still have typewriters, but I didn't write any... Actually, I did write code on a typewriter, <laughs> but not anything I turned into a magazine. Do you recall writing this card? <laughs> um, or what, what day is it? Is it, is it typewritten? <clears throat> All right, so then it carries to me. Uh, I wrote an Eliza program to auto-chat with people who called up to transfer files by patching the transfer program. It's spelled Twitter body to me, which is why I guess Mr. Sabbats. So, hmm. So, let's see, so I, who can I not guess now again? Who's out? Who have we determined? I'm out. And Michael is here. All right, okay. Okay. Confused about this game. Oh, yeah. Wait, how did it go from Jeff to Quinn? Uh, because I already guessed. He guessed. No, my card isn't. Jeff is already we're just out. Move. Which one is right? I guess someone wins. Yeah, it would be Jeff's turn, but he's already won. I already so I, I took third place. Just curious okay. to me. Oh, just I didn't, I everybody didn't. else gets a participation. Oh, I missed that happening. It's another yeah. house rule. Just let it go. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, people. I don't know why I'm struggling with this. All right. Um, oh. This is sort of. Eliza is sort of linguistic y, so I'm going to say Paul. That is correct. All right. Hey! 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 Fourth place. That's actually a brilliant idea. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. It was, a, it was a chat program, you know, specifically for the Apple Cat that uh, would. It had a chat window. You know, it would sort of transfer, but every once in a while it would pause. And you could chat back and forth, but uh, but you know if you're just running a BBS or whatever, there's nothing going on. So I figured it was sort of, sort of like a little game. That people play, so. Oh, all right. So uh, you you won. So yeah. right. So it carries to Kevin now. Oh, we're going. No, he, he, I have figured mine out. Has so the Windows thing. Did Kerry figure out his? No, no. But it's, it would be Paul's turn. Oh, we're so going. He's out. So you carry oh, on I from whose turn it would have been. So maybe it's Rob. No. So only yeah, you understand this. I still don't. <laughs> yeah. Apparently gone yet, Rob. He, he did one. He just had to say it again. So logic was just applying. So I used a cape road to connect to a router serial interface at work. And so wait, who's who's out? You guys are out. You're out. Mm -hmm. I'm still so yeah, show of hands if you are out. I want to show of hands if you're in. So we have three show of hands if you're in. Right. Of your in? Yeah. Okay, hands down if you have a K-Pro. <laughs> 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 Doesn't everybody? <laughs> nope. Oh. I'm going to be sending mine right back at you. <laughs> I recycled the Sun Monitor, and I think it's you. Oh, no. oh, sorry. I used to. I'm turning it in. You know the chance. All right. Uh, Capro to connect to a router serial interface at work. Todd? No. Sorry. No. Todd, sir. I do have a Capro, though. And I have thought about connecting it. Um, mine is awesome, and it says I broke up with someone over an operating system choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest. I'm gonna go with Ken. That is something I would do. <laughs> and no. My turn. No, I already got mine. So it goes to the left. It goes back to the left. Okay. If you've won, you're out, just put your card down. Yeah, there you go. Cape serial interface. Um. <laughs> you're supposed to be able to hear the gears turning. Yeah. 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 For, the, for, the, for the TV audience, <laughs> just start guessing. Yeah. Should we do the who's in still thing? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Well, if you're holding a card, you're still in. Yeah. 
Oh, except oh, no, that no. well, no, you can't no, guess no, me I, because there's I, two kinds of in. No, yeah, okay, so I, I have not yeah, guessed right, properly so, yet. So, yeah. so who, who, okay, raise your hand if I can possibly guess you. <laughs> Possible targets. No. No. With me. Okay. Oh, so it's back to me. Again. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Carrington, and who else was guessing? Jeff. Jeff. It's got a 50-50 chance. I, got, well, I already guessed Karen, so it's got to be good. It's me. All right. Yeah. 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 And they had the little serial cable, so I thought I'd hook up the terminal program and see if I can get to the control screen. And, and it, I just, it wasn't anything in production, hmm. so nothing, nothing went down. But it was fun to hook that up. Capro had a there was a magazine called Profiles uh, that you know was specifically for Capro users, and I just recently came across this like really quite hilarious uh, uh, cover for one of them, which is like this woman on a roller skates with like. With her K-Pro, like, you know, <laughs> going to work that. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, I mean, it was And another crazy. K-Pro for ballast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no way you can roller skate with a K-Pro. Yeah. No one wheels like, slowly really, sinking really into the ground from all the way to yeah. the vessel. Was the K-Pro magazine really big, but the text was small? That <laughs> 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 was the Osborne That was the Osborne. Uh, oh, yes. Osborne. I like it. It's a nearly decommissioned router, so yeah. everyone on the third floor is just like, "What's going on?" <laughs> it wasn't hooked up to any any part of the network. It's just that probably. mattered. Yeah. That mattered. <laughs> the third, third floor knows what it did. <laughs> so does just it come back to Michael then? Yeah. What kind of name is Donkey? So, what are my choices? No. I'm just still in. I just in. Kevin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, I should put my hand up. Sorry. It's still in the chain of my mind. But no, he, no, he already <laughs> guessed you anyway. To be fair, I don't remember this incident, so clearly I wasn't offended. <laughs> you have to try harder next time. It was a couple of years ago when we were in the, the even jankier than usual uh, cafeteria. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I, I just remember it. And I just wanted to know what you know part of the world <laughs> Donkey came from, oh, and I, huh. I could have ask the question in a, in a more diplomatic manner. Well, it's all in the inflection. <laughs> so do you I think I inflected completely poorly. And she gave me an answer after she got over her disofficeness, and I don't even remember what the answer is anymore. So. It does sound like me, but Somebody I don't remember else get it. Now, <laughs> what is the answer? Uh, it's Swiss. Gotcha. Huh. All right, so I guess that's back to me then. I was really confused why you picked, you guessed me for something else, because I'm just like, I really thought you would have known yeah, no, I honestly have no memory of this yeah. incident. So right. now you can hold it against me. Yeah. There's so much anger. Yeah, it just blurs together in one white. She's trying to lull you into a false sense of security by saying, like, "Oh no, 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 did not." Yeah. All right, so I asked the head of the computer science department if I could get academic credit for completing program lessons from the bike works. He said no, so I switched majors. Who's left? You. Jacuzzi. I broke up with someone over an operating system choice. Oh, I'm gonna, I love I'm this gonna one. use. I love this one so yeah, much. I love this question so much. Uh, I'm gonna use the, uh, the the phone a friend who is left that I can guess. Oh, you're a guesser. Carrington. Yep. <laughs> the twist is though, I didn't do the breaking up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I, that does not surprise me. 
Uh, second girlfriend, and I was badgering her about her operating system choice because she was a Windows person, and by that point was Mac. And I said she was about to buy another computer. I said, "Don't buy a Windows computer. You're just gonna fill it with viruses like an idiot." I said that kind of stuff. Two days later, comes to school. This is high school. Says, "I got a virus on my computer." I just looked at her. She said, "We're done." <laughs> so I didn't have to say anything. My expression, and I learned a lesson. <laughs> Your look said, I told you so. What gets me that it had to be an operating system, I, I, I thought for you it would have at least been an indenting style in programming. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, yeah. that would that That's not yeah. funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> a way to do that. <laughs> it's documented. I'm, I'm only surprised that being Carrington, he didn't word it. I broke up with uh, a partner over a virus. <laughs> <laughs> that I need another card. Much better wording. <laughs> well done. There was no like A or anything in it. So. <laughs> I didn't write it with the accent. Yeah. To try to throw you. Distraction. Okay, so on me, I recycled a sun monitor. Who's left? There are my two choices I was so sure about. No, I've already guessed oh. you. No. And didn't I guess you already too? Okay, this is fine. It's definitely okay. me. Oh. Yeah. And I regret that choice to this day, for the record. <laughs> Why? And I apologize, because I'm a restoration guy. I'm a repair and restoration guy. Plus it's right green. The monitor worked absolutely perfectly, and it was gorgeous. And I got tired of stubbing my toe on it. How I know, you? I know. Yeah. I, I, I'm kidding, I'm not kidding. I stubbed my toe on it and moved it to the recycle pile. And but probably all of us have gotten rid of so I, working things that we now think, oh my goodness, why did I do that? I have tons of hardware that I have to shamefully admit I have recycled back before I got back into the hobby. I just want to say that I, th I think this is a, you know, this should just let us know how we need to be around him if all he did was stub his toe on something and it went to the curb. I just know for like the third or fourth time. Any of us could be next. Any of us. So I think, I think what we've learned is while we all think that Quinn is the one with the temper. That's odd. The quiet He kicks to the curb. He recycles with experience. All right, so do we rotate left? Is that, is that yeah. right? Okay. So back in the day, I sent in a program to a computer magazine that I typed in on a typewriter, and who is left? Ken and Rob are left. Need a quarter. This seemed like such a caring thing. No, I'm done. <laughs> a lot of I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess Rob. Yep. What's the story? Yeah, I had a. We have to know Atari. I had a 1200 XL was my first machine. I only had two joystick ports, and so a magazine came out and said. XL is bad, only has two joystick ports. So I wrote a program that said you can read joysticks three and four from ports one and two. Typed it up on a typewriter because I didn't have printer, I had nothing. But sent it back in. And of course, you can't actually play for people on a two person joystick. So they didn't run your program? No, no. They didn't even send me a rejection letter. Ouch. Apples have one joystick port. So can oh, a typewriter is like a printer <laughs> oh. with pressy bits in the front. Wow. <laughs> All right, I think that's me. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I have a pretty easy choice at this point. Can you reread your thing? Yes, I asked the head of the computer science department if I could uh, get academic credit for completing program lessons from the Works. He said no, so I switched majors. Sir, is this your card? <laughs> it is indeed. So does that mean that I also win because I was the hardest to guess? No. It just, means, it just means that none of us know you very well. You know, just, yeah. just the way I, I like it. The enigma that is Ken. 
<laughs> so I went to college for computer science. That was my major, and I chose a very technical school. I wished to major in computer science. They didn't have much in the way of humanities. And uh, I actually did a whole moth story about this, which was that I loved the Apple II. I loved the machine. I loved the creativity and the passion and the community around it, because at that time I was on CompuServe and Genie, and I knew the kind of people who used these machines. And I went to WPI, and they had an advanced placement test you could take to get out of CS 101. And uh, you had to know either C++ or Pascal. I knew neither, it was basic, uh, is what I knew. I took an assembly language class, and they gave me us some assembly code, and they said, translate this into a high-level language. And I said, you mean like basic? And all the other students laughed at me, because they all knew C++ or Pascal. And uh, these languages that I was learning, I know that there are equivalents on the Apple II, but learning them on a Mac or a Windows machine just was not fun at all. And nobody in my class was there because they were having fun. They were there because they wanted to make a lot of money, which is what my dad wanted me to do. Or they were there because they thought they were wicked smart and they wanted to be condescending to people who knew basic. And so I went to my head of the department in one last ditch effort to make computer science fun. I said, can I learn something on my Apple II? And he said, no. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm failing anyway, so might as well switch majors. And that's how I became a writer. Very good. He never touched a computer again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. And here I am editing Juice GS. I think, yes, and I think the world is a better place for you being a writer than being a condescending computer scientist. Right. Because <laughs> we all know how that would have turned out. Sort of a backhanded compliment. <laughs> so that, with faint praise. <laughs> so that is the end of the game Who Done It. However, it does bring up a very intriguing story that we should revisit. Carrington. So you told us about this <coughs> virus story. We would like to hear more about your dating life. This podcast has taken an odd turn. <laughs> but not an unexpected one, because this is scripted. Okay, well, then I'll, I'll, I'll give a quick story, and then I'll throw it out to the crowd here, because I'm sure everyone has similar things. So, yes, like all nerds, not that successful. <laughs> um, I, uh, I like big gestures, romantic things, stuff like that. And so, tied into the theme, I've been trying to think, what can I say that ties into Kansas? So this year, my door is a pirate door. I like to have an interactive door. Last year it was a... Uh, choose your own adventure game. This year it's a scavenger hunt. Starts at my door with a big pirate head on it. And if you open up the little box, you get a code and it will lead you, if you can crack that code, to uh, nine other places, ten locations total, that will eventually lead to a treasure map. And if you can find the treasure map, that will lead you to a buried treasure chest here on the campus someplace. Um, there's at least two people, participants, who are up to uh, code number six at the moment. Uh, so lots of time left for them to win, and others nipping at their heels, so I'm sure the, the chest will be found. Uh, so, keeping with Pirate theme, which I picked this year because of all the 4am stuff, um, one particularly unsuccessful date that ended in a, that's it, was um, I, I made a pirate attack. So, unfortunately chose it for, I think, a second date, so a little early, to go full Carrington. And, um, <laughs> you never go full Carrington. Never, never go, go full, full Carrington. Not until double digits. So, I had, uh, you know, you rent out the restaurant. I learned a date by watching John Guzman. Right? So, you think, <laughs> you're supposed to have a whole thing. So, got friends and other people, dates best if there's a cast. And so, the idea was, we would go to a restaurant, and there'd be a few people there, and then at one point, they'd come out and ask, how do we like the meal? And I would have a small complaint, there would be a bellow of anger from the, the kitchen. Out would storm a large, angry pirate chef 
who would come and threaten us with his little hook hand and say, what, you dare? But, so, well, I then get taken by all the, the, all the waiters who will pull out their swashbuckling swords. Yes, indeed, second date. And um, they would uh, threaten me, and I would be in the corner because all week they would drop both a pirate map and another sword that my date could then pick up. They would immediately cower from her, and we could grab the treasure map and head out on the, what would be the actual date. And we're going on a little scavenger hunt that my friends had set up so I wouldn't know where the places were. We would be pursued by pirates, and we would get to know each other. Second date, we would get to know each other. And this was a good way to get to know me. Like, so, so I complain, bellowing pirate chef comes out, all the knives of the half the restaurant breaks into pirate rebellion. I have patches are put on. I am threatened by the swords. I'm in the corner. They drop the pirate mat at her feet. They drop the sword at her feet right? she's at the desk. And everyone's like, oh, if, if anybody else would grab this, we'd cower. And everyone's waiting for her. And she just looks at me and says, take me home. <laughs> not at all interested. Sometimes these things go really well. If it's not the second date, and you, you know, someone else no, 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 that should have been awesome on the first no, date. No, <laughs> this was one of the times where I learned ease into Carrington, right? So she's not interested. Everyone there is like, <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? Arr. Just uncomfortable Arr. silence. And uh, we said, well, thanks, guys, and to grow home, and that was. Date two and final date. So, you know, sometimes it goes well, sometimes it goes poorly. I was going to ask... Scavenger Hunt's going better this year. I was going to ask because I was an operating system person, but <laughs> apparently not. Can you, just, that was last date. Can you talk about a time where your silliness went well? Uh, oh, sure. Has it ever yes. gone well? <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go, go, I mean, I do that kind of thing, so I like I like alien adventures and scavenger hunts and... and you know, uh, I, I teach ballroom dancing, and so my dance partner and I, who were romantically entangled for a while, we would set up dancing dates in interesting places where we would go and try to see who could teach the most people a given dance in a given place. Like, go to a railway station and say, okay, let's 10 people to rumba, let's go. She's got to find 10 guys, I got to find 10 girls or whomever, and get 10 people who don't know how to rumba to know how to rumba, and we check them off and have a big comp set up signs, have a competition, that kind of date goes great. So with the right person, these things are awesome. With the wrong person, these things are, take me on. So. Two, <laughs> two things come to my mind, uh, and I'm just going to limit it to the first two. Uh, <laughs> and then we can open this up to others and we can talk yes. about one. No, no, we can hang on here for the next half <laughs> yeah. hour. Yeah. One, oh, to be single and female and date Carrington. I, oh, I, well, you know, that would be. Play your cards right. Scavenger <laughs> going on right now. If my, if my wife, when we were dating, had been abducted by pirates and taken me on a grand adventure, I I, I would have absolutely loved it. I, you know, we we certainly had our, our own um, our own little adventure dating and everything, but there were no grand gestures, no like uh, holding the boombox and uh, at night in the front yard or um, you know being chased by pirates. That was you know. We, we met online and we were both, you know, uh, compatible and it, it went really well. But, but would you have bought into it on the second date? Probably having survived a first date with Carrington. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think anyone that can survive a first date with anyone and then has the gumption to go for a second date is, you know, you're game for 
whatever at that point. Because first date, everyone's kind of nervous and crazy and, and anxious and everything, and you get to see the worst in people sometimes. And um, but yeah, and then you you agree to a second date, and then you just you know she dropped the ball, she missed out. You no, I think it's just that's a, that's a sign. Like all of us have had this. That's just a sign of incompatibility. I want a relationship with UFO abductions and pirate attacks and scavenger hunts and those things. And if somebody doesn't want that, then that's just that's cool. We're not a good match. Better find out early, right? So maybe find out early with less expense than a smaller cast. <laughs> Thirty people looking at you like, oh, I suppose that's going any well, date huh? that you have a cast, uh, which brings me to my second point. <laughs> the second thing. So what did you do the rest of that night with all the other stuff that you guys had set oh, up? Oh, just everyone wraps it up and uh, uh, yeah, whatever. Like it's just you know, go big or go home. Or in this case, go big and then and then go, go home. home. Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone does that. But small things work out well. My latest dates, which was a, a success, hopefully, if you're listening, uh, we um, went to went to a bookstore and wrote little notes to people who would buy books and, and acted as spies and put them in as little notes inside books that you put back on the shelf. So little tiny things so people would buy a book, open it up, oh my goodness, and we would comment on the book. It would be a book that, so we got to know each other through the books that we love and left notes about that thing to future buyers of the books. Where is the camera crew that follows you around? Where do they hide? Because this... In the kitchen while the pirate it, it was, I would watch that no, show. But, but I would yeah, watch okay, The but, Dating Life of Carrington. And reality show or scripted or not, that would doesn't be doesn't get renewed. <laughs> I mean, come on, like you're teaching strangers to rumba with a scoreboard behind you. I mean, that's that's entertainment. But that's some, not a date. But that's no, like but for the right person. Yes, but okay, but we show up in those crap. Like everyone, you, you like you want to partner up with the person, and this is good nerd stuff. Nerds who are listening, you 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 got a mesh, right? I am big and loud and full on Carrington, right? So. I need to couple up with somebody who's good with that, but everyone's got their own pace, and I can be, let's face it, a little bit exhausting. Little, teeny. Um, can you? No. Can you really? Challenge accepted. Um, okay, but let's open it up to the crowd. Like, what about everybody no, else? Let's no, talk. No, nobody no. can talk that. My goodness, come on, guys. No, I got nothing. How about sorry, how about I'm, how about I'm, of I'm the nerds? Nerd. I, I can't even come close. I, I'm surprised that you didn't have any indicators on the first date, you must have really been holding back. No, but also first date, I think everyone should get a pass on a first date. Nobody, you don't know a person on a first date. Are you, just, like, are you no, saying so. you always go on a second date? Yeah, unless it goes like horribly wrong. Sure, because it's whatever, that's just yeah. the first date. Like, don't you all do that? Like, it's just first date, everyone's nervous. Yeah, yeah. Themselves, yeah. So. No, I, I've been yeah, given That's that. when you determine serial killer status or not. No, I've been given that advice, but some of the women that are friends of mine have told me that it's very misleading. If you ask somebody on a second date, they think that the first date went really well. Well, yeah, I'm, I've probably asked on a second date for the same reason I asked on the first date. I'm still interested, and if you don't, really don't hit it off, then sure, don't go on a second date, but whatever. This is an odd kind of podcast. I'm really <laughs> sure. okay. How about, how about this, just, a, just a quick question around the circle. How many of us are in a relationship married or not, but in a in a relationship where you're no longer dating, no longer having to go out and... I'm just, well, first off, I'm so glad I'm not in the dating pool that Carrington is in. <laughs> <laughs> Have we quantified that? No. <laughs> Which pool is in? I don't know. Why are you in a relationship and not dating? Well, I mean, you're not dating other people. Sure. That was, yeah, well, well, or people I, I am, or whatever. But, but what I mean is to say you're not still looking for another person. Oh, oh yeah. Say what you want to show hands or something. I'm uh, just you know curious <laughs> as, as to where the as to where the where where in that uh, timeline of 
little things people yeah, Tomorrow is my 22nd wedding anniversary, <laughs> for which I will be at Kansas Fest. Love you, honey. I know you're not listening to this. <laughs> um, see, that's a success story. That is a successful relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I haven't had to date in a long time. I only ever dated three people. You read my memoir, because you, I, I can see you did it. Uh, I've only ever dated three people, and I married the third one. So I, I wasn't, I was going to say I wasn't good at it, but I guess on the third try, I got it right. So maybe I was good at it. I had a very similar experience. It was just, you know, three people married the third one, and here I am, 20-something years later. Yeah. Same, same exact story. I mean, I guess one possible question that we could be asking is to what, like, so the reason that we're all here, recording and in this place, is has something to do with, like, liking old computers and possibly collecting them and kind of being fascinated with how they used to be. And, uh, I mean, I guess one aspect of what we're talking about is, or it might be, how that figures into the rest of your life when you're not here, right? I mean, like, is that is that part of your relationship with your you know, spouse, significant other, or mm -hmm. is it is it just like you know something? Or is it a hindrance? To basically, do one? they yeah. put up with you yeah, and I mean, your weird hobby, or do they accept and embrace your weird hobbies? That sounds like a host topic for RCR tomorrow. Yeah, well, I mean, because it, it seems it does seem like I mean, there's there's at least the kind of um, I don't know cliche that that, you know, it's the weird hobby. And, but, I mean, you know, it could also be the thing that is in common. Yeah, I mean, it can work out sure. well. Like, I, I actually was with somebody for several years who I met here at Kansas Fest. Mm -hmm. you know, so that, that was a good thing. Until you broke my heart. <laughs> the, the pirates are just too much. Just too much. <laughs> you could think of it. Were they? No. I mean, we think of it as the weird hobby thing. But, you know, all I think... It's, it's important in a relationship to do to have time apart, you know, and you do your thing and he or she does quilting or reads books or runs marathons or whatever it is. And, you know, if you're together all the time, then that can actually be worse for a relationship. I, 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 Doris I, here said that. I quilt and yeah, he quilts. Yeah, that's right. She quilts and he quilts. We have the counterexample here. I mean, Lisa and Melody presented their joint project. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but, her call and it was amazing. So amazing. I mean, it I, definitely can be the thing that brings you together. I think it's also helpful if the other person has a completely distinct hobby from your own, but one that's also really weird, mm -hmm. because then they have to give you a pass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I went on a date with somebody who I asked her, "How are you spending New Year's Eve?" And she said, "Oh, I'm going to be making balloon animals for everybody at the homeless shelter. Like that's her hobby is balloon animals, and she has a whole blog about it." I can make a snake. Yeah, that's pretty much like me too. Yeah. <laughs> so. And you said, and you said, that's it. I'm out. Balloon right. animals is too far. Right. No. No, like that. I'm like, okay. If well, I ever bring up the apple too, she's gonna get it. But the what the the people talk about like what makes you a nerd, what makes you a geek, whatever. And it's a not, lot of it's, it's not what you love; it's how you love it. Exactly. Yep. It's the it's the, the non-ironic right. passion for things. Yep. Yes. And so I think if somebody shared can get into non-ironically being enthusiastically and passionate about whatever, right. they're going to get that you do the same thing yep. about your your stuff. Yeah. Cool. We've, we've well, fixed nerd. Yay. <laughs> well, on that note, this has been another successful episode of Chicken Missile. Uh, this is the third annual mega cast that we've done here at Kansas Fest, and since they have announced there will be another Kansas Fest, I assume there will be another mega cast. But to wrap up this one, let's go once more around the circle and announce our names in the podcast. So if Listeners want to tune in to any particular voices they heard in the past hour and a half. They'll know where to find us. Paul, 
Uh, I'm Paul, I'm on Retro Computing Roundtable, and also half of Drop 3 Inches. All of these will be in the show notes. I'm Carrington, also on the RCR, and apparently Carrington's Nerd Love Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm Quinn from Open Apple, the one and only official Apple II podcast. <laughs> Not the first. <laughs> Jeff Salzman from historyandpersonalcomputing.com. Uh, and this is Charles from the How To podcast, which is also about the Apple II. You'll hear my voice and usually see my hands and arms up to the elbows, um, but uh, not my face in most of my videos. Um, so you don't have you to come to Kansas Fest to see that. Yeah, and yeah. you can find it on RetroConnector.com. I'm Todd George from the uh, Chicken Lips Radio Podcast, which is a Commodore podcast about general Commodore computing, not specific to music or games, which is well covered by other podcasts. I'm John Leake from RetroMatCast, uh, co-host for that, and you can find us on RetroMatCast.com. And can you do your elf impression for us? Oh, again? <clears throat> ha! Willie! Ha! <laughs> okay. Thank, Thank you. you. And Michael, what can you, you do? do you should, you should save that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cut everything. Call that an impression? And I'm Mike Mulhern from the Retro Computing Roundtable, where you'll hear everything about Apple first. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm Rob from the Player Missile Podcast, where we talk about Atari stuff. Stuff. Kevin from Antic, where we talk about Atari stuff. AtariPodcast.com. And interviews. And interviews. And Every interviews. two days. <laughs> Is that how often you record them or how often you air them? Air them every two days. And I'm Ken from Retro Computing Roundtable, Polygamer, and IndieCider. This has been Chicken Missile, and thank you for listening. This has been the Open Apple Podcast. Subscribe to us in iTunes or visit us at open-apple.net where you can browse our extensive catalogue of past episodes or read our blog. If you like what you've heard today, or even if you didn't, your comments, questions or ideas are always welcome. Send them to feedback at open-apple.net.